0: the world and especially the United States. Welcome to The Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening. As we broadcast around the world, here on The Fringe FM exclusively, and on a number of podcast and radio players after the main broadcast, Monday through Friday. If you'd like to listen to the show after it airs, you can go over onto our website and you can find a link to all of the different players, whether those are applications or websites. You'll find an embedded player on our website where you can listen and download the show for free, and you'll find a link to copy and paste and plug into your application so that you can listen to the show that way makes it easier than searching for the show. It'll give you a direct link to our RSS feed every time a new show is updated. So that's all on the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. And since we switched over our feed from another service, we actually had some technical difficulties and lost a lot of our five-star ratings and lost a lot of our comments, both the good and the bad. So if you're on Apple... It takes two seconds. It doesn't cost you anything. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show feed and give us three, four, five stars, whatever you think the show is worth. That'll, of course, help to encourage others to listen to the show when you give us a good rating and leave a comment. Another 10 seconds. Type in something that you like about the show, maybe something you don't like about the show. Again, that helps other people to find the show and encourages other people to listen. I don't know how you can do that on other platforms. I know Apple's the big one, and they have the the star rating where you can add the comments. So please do that if you have an extra few seconds while you're scrolling through your podcast player. All of those shows are advertisement-based, so if you want the ad-free version of the show, I'll tell you about it throughout the broadcast this evening. You can subscribe to our archive on the website. You'll get an embedded player, and you'll get a private RSS feed with no ads. You'll get the full montage archive. You'll get all of my digital books. You'll also get a free copy of one of my books when you subscribe for one year. And when you do subscribe for one year, make sure that you email me at rdgable at yahoo.com and let me know what book you want, because it's not automated. This is a special thing that I'm doing manually. Let me know what book you want, and let me know where you would like it sent. That's rdgable.com at yahoo.com. You can also check out our affiliate sponsors on the website, Pro1 Water Filters. Again, it doesn't cost you anything to check out their stock. Just go to our website, click on the link at the slider bar at the top of the page and check out the water filters that they have. A lot of people have been buying water filters or water filter replacements and I really, really appreciate that and hope that you find that to be very, very useful. The last thing is Patreon. We have had a couple of new patrons sign up. We had another new patron last night sign up named Brian. So I want to thank Brian for signing up. We have a couple of different tiers on Patreon. Most people are signing up to the, the very simple tier for behind-the-scenes videos and more. I want to give Brian a shout-out on the show tonight. Also, Detective Trickle is the name. I believe his real name is Robert. Robert signed up a couple of days ago to the, uh, the simple tier. We do have another tier where you get the archive uh, access And uh, that'll be on top of the behind-the-scenes video. So, again, if you have the ability to support us, you really want to hear this show continue to grow, please become a patron. It's $5 a month. People spend that on a cup of coffee. People spend that on a snack. People spend that on an extra side of, of dressing at a restaurant, you know, like $2 for an extra side of cheese or something. $5 a month. Check us out. On our website for the archive, the montage is my books. Grab a copy of the, one of the books separately. Some people bought books last night. So I really appreciate that. And that is sincerely the only way that we stay on air. We have no advertisements. Otherwise, we have no sponsors. Otherwise, we don't get paid to promote anything. We just have affiliates. We are... independent, and the Fringe FM also doesn't tell us what we can and can't say, which makes it even easier to discuss the types of things that we discuss on this show Monday through Friday, five nights a week. Last night, I had a lot of fun with last night's topic, the Tatarian Empire, and I had a couple of listeners who emailed me after the show some people earlier this morning and, and they were cracking jokes about the Tatarian empire. Somebody had said, because I was joking and I said the Tatarian empire's main export was tartar sauce. And somebody said, maybe that's why they, uh, that empire fell because they, they had overfished. There were no more fish. So they all, they all died out because they were, you know, a lot of tartar sauce, a lot of fish. I just thought it was kind of funny. People were emailing me with, uh, with some jokes about the show last night, now, that show is of course already in the archive. Most shows are in the archive immediately after the uh, the broadcast because I stay up and and, and put uh, plug them in there. A couple of subscribers this week too, a uh, couple new ones: uh, Kyle Mulkay and Deborah Redinger. Deborah just signed up this morning. Thank you so much for subscribing to the secret teachings. I really really appreciate that. So I was scrolling through the internet the other day scrolling through some social media posts. And I don't really use social media a lot. I don't really utilize uh, Facebook. Certainly don't really utilize Gab or Gitter that much. I just started those platforms. But I came across something that was was really interesting. It was called the COVID-19, a second opinion roundtable symposium. And it involved Senator Ron Johnson, I believe he's of Wisconsin, one of the only members of Congress who was willing to to hear this testimony from from doctors and uh, attorneys that were representing some of the doctors, the two attorneys there were Tom rince who I'm sure many of you have heard of Tom rince and Leigh Dundas or Dundas is another another attorney who was there involved, and they laid out the statistical data from the Department of Defense, and Tom rince was showing that. And I'm going to play this clip for you. Tom Rents was showing that the Department of Defense was monitoring the distribution and the adverse reactions of the COVID-19 vaccines. Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Now, that might be a normal thing. The Department of Defense is analyzing something that is a matter of national security. But there's more to the story than that. Especially because just a few days ago, I know a lot of people have been asking about this topic as well. You had a a truck carrying a hundred monkeys heading supposedly to a CDC facility. And these monkeys were coming from the coast of Africa where they had been quarantined. They were flown into New York, and then they were placed on a truck. And they were transported to Pennsylvania when the truck collided with a dump truck. This was last Friday near Danville, Pennsylvania. And when the truck collided with the dump truck, obviously you can imagine pretty destructive, two big trucks colliding. The crates spilled out onto the road and some of the crates opened up. Some of them were damaged. A number of monkeys got out and the monkeys went scurrying off into the grass off into the woods and uh, they got loose and they, and they and they were running around and the CDC was telling people to uh you know not touch the monkeys the local news was telling people don't touch the monkeys don't get near the monkeys and they weren't really saying exactly what the monkeys might have been carrying except that they they were positive for COVID-19. They, they said the monkeys had COVID-19. At least that's one report I read. I've read other reports that say something different. So once again, it's hard to really figure out exactly what honestly, sincerely, truly happened. So these are just reports that I've read. These are just things that I've, I've collected. And I, I can't tell you 100% if these are true, but we do know that a truck collided with a dump truck last Friday, and and these monkeys just, they went everywhere. It was like spilling a barrel of monkeys. They just went all over the place. Some of the monkeys got out, and they had law enforcement local. They had, I'm I'm sure that there were like vigilantes, you know, like concerned citizens playing another version of pandemic, maybe out looking for the monkeys, but there were people out looking for these monkeys, and supposedly they rounded all the monkeys up. They tested them. And then they shot them. They, they euthanized them. They shot the monkeys. The monkeys were supposedly going to a facility, and, and and see, this is the thing that's hard to hard to really, it's hard to really figure out what's going on because I read one report that was like the monkeys are headed into an undisclosed facility. Then it was an undisclosed facility in Florida. I read that this morning, and then another story was like the monkeys were just being transported to a CDC facility. I don't know if the lab was the facility. I don't know if it was in Pennsylvania, if it was in Florida. There's really no clear, concise answer to all of this. And I think that's part of the reason why initially social media companies, Google, these algorithms allow these stories to just just populate. And then the mainstream media steps in and says, we are the authority, none of those stories are true, here is exactly what happened. So I always tell you as an audience, or if you're new, I always tell my audience that I'm not really sure in some of these cases what exactly happened. I can just tell you what I've read and I, and I check and double check sources. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you something I read on before it's news as if it's a fact. I'm also not going to tell you something I read on CNN as if it's a fact. We just know that these monkeys got loose and they ran away. But there was a woman who stopped at the crash and this woman who, who stopped at the crash, she comes up to one of the, she comes up to the driver and she asks the driver, um, are you okay? Because this, they just collided with a dump truck. And I guess the driver tells her that he's carrying cats. That's a, that's a consistent report. He says he's carrying cats. Now, I don't know if he was disoriented, but, you know, if his trailer was intact and the monkeys weren't all over the road, why, why would you lie about something so obvious that there are clearly monkeys running around, and you just tell this woman you've got cats, right? So she goes over to the cage. She, I guess, puts her finger in and touches the monkey, or the monkey jumps out. I've heard the monkey bit her. They're saying, no, the she said, I guess the monkey didn't bite her, she says. The monkey, like, hissed at her, I heard, and it spit on her, something to that effect. I mean, that's better than throwing feces, right? Or, you know, masturbating on her or something. <laughs> Harvey Weinstein style. Uh, but the, I guess the monkey hissed at her and got some saliva on her. And the CDC is like, you know, well, now we need to monitor local residents for, for cold-like symptoms. And so there, a lot of stuff was going down with these monkeys, right? And the thing about these monkeys is I, I thought that this sounds really familiar, really, really familiar to something that happened in West Virginia not too long ago. And the Department of Defense was, again, supposedly involved in this, and then they kind of disappeared from the official narrative. This was back in August of 2021. A truck of Moderna vaccines crashed near Morgantown, West Virginia. And for those of you who don't know, Morgantown, West Virginia, is where I went to high school. I spent probably four years of my life in Morgantown when I was in high school. I lived there from like eighth grade until I graduated. And then I moved back down to Florida. Then I hit Idaho. Then I hit Arizona, New York, and now I'm back in Arizona. But, uh, there was a truck that crashed. This is official. The the, the truck really did crash outside of Morgantown, West Virginia. My friend, his name is Joey. He still lives in uh, Morgantown. I just saw him, uh, somewhat recently uh, at a funeral. I went to back in Morgantown was like last year friend of ours from high school, died. And he told me that when this happened, he said, said, did you hear that this truck capsized or like turned over on its side? You can see pictures of it. It it turned over on the side of the road uh, in Morgantown. And I said, no, I didn't hear that. And this was really before anything hit the mainstream press. He was just, he heard it in the local news like immediately when it happened. And he was right down the road from it. And uh, another listener sent me some, some articles about it because the the, the, the initial reports were that the, the the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the, uh, the COVID response press secretary at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, uh, confirmed that there were 1.3 million doses of the vaccine on that truck and that, that it was heading to Ghana. So, I, I mean, I just kind of thought this was kind of almost ironically interesting that you've got monkeys taken from Africa brought to New York transported to Pennsylvania where they spill out and then you've got vaccines that are manufactured I'm not sure where these were manufactured these Moderna vaccines because there was there's actually a Moderna facility not too far from from this place in Pennsylvania where the truck crashed there in Danville supposedly I mean I've never been to the facility but there's supposedly a facility there not too far from Danville so you got monkeys from Africa they come to the states they spill out and then you've got vaccines in the States and they're, they're being shipped to Ghana, to Africa, and then they also spill out all over the road. It's kind of like a strange, twisted, inverted uh, uh, synchronicity there. And also Ghana's on the west coast of Africa. It's West Africa, right? So it's, it's all, this is also where the monkeys came from. So I just find that kind of weird and interesting. But this truck turns over, right? And supposedly supposedly, I don't know if this is 100% true, but these were some of the initial reports where that the Department of Defense was involved in cleaning up the spill. Hazmat suits. We had reports of the airspace being shut down. We have reports of the Department of Defense being involved. Now, I don't know if that's true, but it makes me think that if the Department of Defense was involved, again, you can say, all oh, right, what they're doing is they're monitoring these vaccines in the case of what I mentioned with Attorney Tom Rents and Leigh Dundas, Dundas. They've got all the documentation. The DOD is monitoring these vaccines. It's a matter of national security. And the DOD kind of plays that down which is strange because the governments like to say we're doing things, even if they're shady things, we're doing them for national security to keep you safe. Patriot Actors for national security. It's for national security. we got to invade Iraq for national security. we got to bomb countries with drones for national security. We can't tell you that for national security. But this time, they're kind of quiet on it. They're like, "Mm, we're not doing it, but we're kind of doing it, but we're sort of not. Maybe, maybe we're doing it. We're not sure. But if we are doing it, it's for national security. And then the DOD was supposedly involved with this Moderna vaccine truck wreck. Now, the, the the reasoning, I mean, this sounds like an episode of the X-Files. The reasoning that there was so much concern in Morgantown when this truck turned over was because it supposedly spilled out oil and antifreeze. And uh, that was considered, you know, an environmental pollutant, a contaminant, so uh, it was like 50, I think it was like 50 gallons of antifreeze and oil that leaked from the vehicle, according to a press release. And, th- and that's why hazmat was sent to the scene. Now, personally, I don't know how local authorities usually clean up big truck wrecks, but I've seen trucks. In fact, when I was, I was driving uh, into Tucson when we moved here, I saw a truck over near Las Cruces. And the thing was like, they had left the trailer there. It must have burned the night before this truck was on fire. Um, I mean, I've seen trucks obliterated on the side of the road. I've seen, I mean, I'm from Florida, so I've seen some, some, some wild wrecks. There's a lot of wild driving down there. I've seen trucks overturned. You know, the only thing I think I haven't seen is like the, the Batman style, Joker style. The truck goes straight up in the air and then lands on, its, on the roof of its trailer. But I've seen trucks in all kinds of positions. I've seen trucks turned over. I've seen them upside down, truck ramps. I've never seen a hazmat team dispatched to the area. So even if that's official from the uh, the Monongalia County Sheriff's Office, that's that's the county I used to live in. Even though they confirmed the trailer was carrying, Moderna vaccines along Interstate 79, and hazmat was dispatched only to clean up the antifreeze and the oil. I mean, maybe it was just a really bad wreck. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean that's the thing. If it was a bad wreck and there was lots of oil and antifreeze, and maybe it's common to call in the hazmat, you know, the hazmat team. You know that you could easily to make clickbait news easily make that look like well their hazmat guys are coming in so it must be because of the vaccines are dangerous and poisonous and deadly and it's not people need to know about this so that that's that's where we're left we're left with like what, what exactly is reality it's really hard to tell because I mean the vaccines maybe they weren't vaccines I don't know what the truck was carrying. Same thing with these monkeys. We don't exactly know what these monkeys were quote unquote infected with. I mean, they tell us, you know, like don't touch them, they're they're dangerous, but then you've got sheriffs walking around without without protective gear. You've got, I mean, if if this is like an airborne virus, you got people walking around without protective gear. You're just telling people you know, stay indoors. If you see the monkey, don't don't touch the monkey. And just, you know, monitor yourself for cold-like symptoms, which is really vague anyway. Like a cold-like symptom, everything is a cold-like symptom. You know, you might listen to me talk and you hear my voice. And you're like, that voice is kind of gravelly and deep. He's got cold-like symptoms. So it's just strange, especially because the one thing that got me is, is the woman that came up to the truck. Her name was like Michelle Fallon. She comes up to the truck and she, she asks the driver, you know, are you okay? And and, and I, I guess she asked him some other questions, and then he he says he's carrying cats. Now, regardless if he was carrying cats, monkeys, or ferrets, you know, or he was carrying, um, you know, uh, fish, it doesn't matter. I'm curious to know why. If these monkeys were so dangerous, you can't touch them. Don't get anywhere near them. And that's just maybe that's just something they tell the public. If the monkeys were so dangerous, why was the driver not wearing a hazmat suit? Why was the driver not in like? restrictive protective gear. There's a question I don't think anybody's asking. Why isn't the driver in this protective gear? I mean, if he's driving, maybe the monkeys are sealed in the back, everything's safe. It just seems like, whether you're hit by a, a dump truck or a sports car, it seems like if, if this were that dangerous of a, of a, of a material to be, to be transporting, maybe you would have had an escort or maybe you would have had like protective gear on yourself or, I mean, I feel like there should have been better precautions taken and maybe that's just, they just didn't take the precautions and it's, it's that simple. I don't know. But what I do know is in the case of the Moderna vaccine truck crash in Morgantown, the DOD was initially reportedly to have been involved in the cleanup. And we do know now from bears data, and you can pull up a lot of this yourself uh on the internet if you just go to the internet and you type in how bad is my com, how bad is my com, and you'll see all of the data for uh i mean they just had posted a new one about paralysis following the covid-19 vaccine and the numbers are in the uh, uh it's i think it's worse in vermont it's like 12.48 people out of every 100,000 are becoming paralyzed after taking this shot, uh, or multiple shots for that matter. And Fauci's like, now kids got to take three or four of them by the time they're four years old. Uh, but you can check that website out if you're interested. But what we, what we do know is that the DOD was supposedly involved. We know that uh, what attorneys Tom Rince and and, and Leigh Dundas or Dundas presented at the COVID-19 A Second Opinion Roundtable Symposium with Senator Ron Johnson we know that the DOD is monitoring these vaccines. We know that the Department of Defense is interested in this, and it's, it's not really being presented as, okay, we're doing this. It's for national security. It's just kind of like hush-hush, and there isn't a lot of discussion about it. And, and that's concerning to me, especially because the DOD was involved in shooting down a proposal to release gain-of-function like viral material in, in China, I'm going to tell you about that when we come back from break. Maybe you know about that, maybe you don't, but it's really important, and the DoD has their fingers all over this. So does DARPA. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this, so please don't go anywhere, but please do go to the website www.thesecretteachings.info. Grab a copy of one of my books. If you're interested in what we're discussing tonight, I don't have the story about the monkeys in the book, but I have all of this other information in the book The Technological Elixir buy a copy on the website, support the show it's free shipping in the United States www.thesecretteachings.info also Patreon, check us out there and email us at rdgable at yahoo.com there's more after this, don't go anywhere the music is White Bat Audio stay with us It's the month of Janice and the year of the Tiger 2022. Here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
2: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com.
0: And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings?
2: I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel.
0: Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. And I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings, our website, thesecretteachings.info. i got a video here I want to play for you uh, from the COVID-19 Second Opinion Roundtable Symposium with Senator Ron Johnson. I left Senator Ron Johnson's involved in this, and then all day today, all over the news, everything about Senator Ron Johnson in the Google feeds is negative. It's insulting. It's ad hominem attack. It's... Ron Johnson's not even a popular senator. He's never going to be able to win win the senator uh, seat again. It's just, it's disgusting how the media plays these games. But this is a really, really important thing. This COVID-19, a second opinion roundtable, we've got senators, we've got doctors, we've got attorneys, and suddenly their credentials don't matter because they're questioning the narrative of Dr. Fauci, they're questioning the narrative of the NIH, and they're questioning the narrative of, of what sounds like the Department of Defense. The same Department of Defense that was supposedly involved in cleaning up the spill of Moderna vaccines in Morgantown, West Virginia last August. The same Department of Defense that was involved in gain-of-function research because they were actually asked directly, will you allow, will you participate, will you finance and back this research to release, gain a function into the environment. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is part of the DOD, was involved intimately in this. Dr. Fauci lied to Congress and said they didn't do this. However, that's not true. According to Several different sources, including the Telegraph and the Intercept, grant proposals dating from 2018 show how Wuhan and U.S. scientists, this is a quote, Wuhan and U.S. scientists were planning to release airborne coronavirus particles into Chinese bat populations to inoculate them against a disease that could jump to humans. End quote. The documents show that researchers submitted plans to release skin-penetrating nanoparticles and aerosols containing novel chimeric spike proteins of bat coronaviruses into cave bats, end quote. They also plan to create chimeric viruses genetically enhanced to infect humans more easily, that's a quote, and that is also gain of function. That Dr. Fauci lied to Congress about that he didn't fund it, while asking for more than fourteen million dollars from the DARPA, the DARPA Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, to fund the work. The proposal also included a plan to conduct direct antifunction research by mixing quote high-risk natural coronavirus strains with more infectious but less dangerous varieties. Though DARPA refused to fund the project officially, the DEFUSE project, D-E-F-U-S-E, and the money were requested by none other than Eco Health Alliance. That's Peter Daszak's group, which also hid tens of billions of dollars in funding from the Department of Defense. So the Department of Defense is really, really interested in these vaccines, and they're really, really interested for some other reason than national security. I can guarantee you that. Let's go ahead and listen to attorneys Tom Rents and Lay Dundas and Senator... I know he's an evil person, Senator Ron Johnson, being willing to hear what the doctors have to say, being willing to hear what the lawyers have to say, being willing to hear what the scientists have to say. Please tell me...
2: uh Apparently, one of the whistleblowers is brave enough to come forward and give a name or I would not have allowed you to come. Yes, Senator. So we've got three whistleblowers who have given me permission at this point to share their name. Lieutenant Colonel Dr. Teresa Long, D-O-M-P-H, Dr. Samuel Sigloff, and Lieutenant Colonel
0: Dr. Peter Chambers, D-O-M-P-H. Those letters don't mean anything in this case, though. You know, Normally, if you're a doctor, you're a lieutenant, you're in the military, you're a scientist, you know, you are God, But not when you question the narrative of the Department of Defense. Flight
2: surgeon. All three of have given me this data. I have declarations from all three. This data is under penalty. This is under penalty of perjury. We intend to submit this to the courts. Uh, we have substantial data showing that uh, we saw,
0: for example. Get ready for this. These numbers are official from the U.S. federal government. The DOD is tracking vaccine reactions, which, again, you cannot quantify giving someone a vaccine, a medication, et cetera, and saying, okay, because we gave them that medication, that vaccine, et cetera, they didn't die. But you can quantify injecting or making them swallow something and then watching the adverse reactions watching the myocarditis, watching the inflammation of the body, watching the blood clots, watching the, 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 the neurological problems develop. You, you can quantify that, and they did quantify it. Listen to what Tom Rince found, and listen to what is directly from the U.S. federal government's data.
2: Well. Miscarriage has increased by 300% over the five-year average, almost. Uh, We saw almost 300% increase in cancer over the five-year average. Cancer is not being talked about except for by Dr. Ryan Cole. Thank you, doctor. Uh, We saw, this one's amazing, neurological. So neurological issues which would affect our pilots. Over a thousand percent increase. A oh, thousand. T- ten times. That's ten times rate, and obviously that Eighty three thousand per year to, I'm sorry, eighty-two thousand per year to eight hundred and sixty-three thousand in one year. Our
0: a thousand percent increase. Remember when the secret teachings told you based on the scientific and medical literature? Remember when I published this in my book, The Technological Elixir? Over a year and a half ago, remember when I told you that these vaccines officially in the literature, in the studies, in the official studies, not the this vaccine may do this, this vaccine was linked to this. It's this vaccine, when you take it, will likely abnormally fold proteins in the brain and cause prion disease. Remember when we told you that? Well, that's probably one of the reasons why. Neurological disease has increased a 1,000% over the five-year average.
2: Soldiers are being experimented
0: on, injured, and sometimes possibly killed. Yes, they are being experimented on, they are being injured, and they are being possibly killed because what the Chinese government does to their soldiers with the RNA vaccines long before COVID and what wouldn't be approved in the United States because of the ethical reasons are now being tested, not just on you and your children, but also on the armed forces.
2: Dr. Corey, thank you so much for your stance on the corruption. That's precisely what it is. They know this, and Senator, uh, when these doctors are attacked, not necessarily the people in this room, I'm not giving names, they call me. I'm the one dealing with the medical boards. I'm the one watching the witch hunts. I'm the one fighting them off, and I'm the one telling them where to go. I'm going to keep doing that. Senator, we also have... Uh, let me give you this last thing, and then I'll shut up and uh, get out of your way. 9 2021 Project Salas Weekly Report. Project Salas is a defense, a defense department initiative where they report and contract. Uh, they take all this data that doesn't exist, supposedly, and they give it to the CDC.
0: They're watching these vaccines. The Department of Defense, this is official, Project Salas, which you might know means health, uh, I actually write that in some of the food philosophy books. It just means health or, you know, to health, kind of like cheers to good health. Uh, it's all, also Salus is an old goddess, uh, or God, I guess, depending on how you, you know, uh, define it. Sometimes a God, sometimes a goddess. Uh, this is an f- official project of the Department of Defense monitoring these vaccines, giving the data to the CDC. This is what they found. <laughs>
2: On that date and around that date I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying it's a crisis of unvaxxed. It's 99% unvaxxed in the hospital. In Project Salus, in the weekly report the DOD document says specifically 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations
0: are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. Yes, we need investigations. Let's listen to that again because those are essential the same numbers being reported out of England. About 50 plus percent of the people in hospitals for COVID-19 are fully vaccinated, and about half of the people are also in the hospital for other reasons other than COVID-19. Here in the States, they call these incidental cases where it's like 60 or 80 percent, somewhere between there in New York. First of all, in New York, it's like 80% of all positive cases are actually negative. That was according to the New York Times. Multiple laboratories, multiple parts of the state of New York. And then in New York, about 60 to 80%, somewhere around there, of, of people are actually in hospitals for other reasons. That's not because of COVID-19. They just test positive for it because they have to test when they go to the hospital. But they're being treated for something else
2: percent of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. Crisis is unvaxxed. It's 99 percent unvaxxed in the hospital. In Project Salus, in the weekly report, the DOD document, Says specifically, 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. The Secretary of Defense needs investigated. The CDC needs to be investigated. And thank you so much, Senator, for having the courage to stand against these special interests.
1: So, so
2: again, the, the department, the Department of Defense. Thank you. The Department of Defense, the Biden administration is on notice. They must preserve these records and this must be investigated. Okay?
0: absolutely. Absolutely. There's a senator. Who is doing what he's supposed to be doing. And there aren't many of them. And there aren't many of them that are willing to go to this level to make that kind of a statement. And that's why all day today. You might not have even known who Senator Ron Johnson was. I got to be honest. I, was, I knew who Ron Johnson was. I didn't know what state he represented, though. Like I've heard of Ron Johnson. He represents Wisconsin. So I had to look Ron Johnson up. I found out he was a representative in Wisconsin. And all I found when I looked up Ron Johnson was just hit piece, hit piece after hit piece after hit piece after hit piece. Ron Johnson doesn't care about children. He said it's not the society that we live in's responsibility to pay and take care of other people's children. He's right. It's not society's responsibility to do that. Doesn't matter, though. Ron Johnson's attacked as being a horrible person. You know, I don't really know much else about Senator Ron Johnson. I don't know if he has ulterior motives. Personally, I like Senator Rand Paul. I like Senator Cotton. I like a handful of senators that do the right thing. I, like, uh, I don't really like him as, a, as an individual or as a politician, but uh, uh, Manchin from West Virginia... He stood up to the entire Democratic establishment and the White House and said, no, I'm not going to agree on this giant infrastructure bill. And I'm pretty sure Manchin, along with our senator, one of our senators here, who's a Democrat actually from Arizona, she's more of a moderate, said no to the new voting legislation, which would strip the rights of legal voters and give rights to illegal voters. So there are some people who do the right thing. There are some people who stand up and say this is unacceptable because some people still have you know a sense of like conscious okay they're they're aware and uh, it weighs on them and i'll tell you what i i i got to be i got to be careful like you know all other radio hosts i got to be really careful what i cover and when i cover it because there is so much disinformation. There is so much misinformation. And there are so many things that are taken out of context. I mean, you have to find you have to find the root source of the information. You cannot trust anything that you see or anything that you read. It's really really difficult to find true, honest sources of information. And part of that is because everything is a soundbite. Everything is just a tiny little bit, a tiny little piece of information. And when you put it all together, you start to realize there's a consistency here. There's a pattern here. And then you recognize if there's a pattern, there's a plan, this is unintentional. You know, sometimes, other times, it's intentional. You find the consistencies and the patterns, and you can kind of figure out what is real and what is not real. Oh, and interestingly enough, if you type in Senator Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson, he's been a senator since 2011. He's a senator from Wisconsin. And as of, I read this yesterday, 26th of January, two days ago, I guess, depending on when you're listening to this show. And according to uh, several news reports, I mean, the Gateway Pundit published it. I don't particularly like the Gateway Pundit, but I found the video on the Gateway Pundit. And the state of Wisconsin is moving to withdraw the 10 electoral votes from Joe Biden as of January 26th, just a few hours ago. An Assembly Joint Resolution, AJRLRB 5782, relating to Wisconsin election reform and reclaiming the electoral ballots for president and vice president. Introduced by Wisconsin Representative Timothy Rampton. Passed and sent to the Senate. The same Wisconsin they are talking about withdrawing and likely going to withdraw the 10 electoral votes. Of Joseph Biden. I know that you don't like necessarily to hear about politics all the time. This isn't about politics. Look at states like Pennsylvania, states like Georgia, states like Arizona. Two other states do what Wisconsin does. The fact that Wisconsin is doing this and they found absolute proof of election fraud means places like Pennsylvania, places like Arizona that suddenly were blue and not red, all of just magically, there's a lot of fraud. And what do you even do? What do you even do if they find that Biden doesn't have enough electoral votes? Like, this is evidence not of election fraud overall. This is evidence of foreign, corrupt, alien powers that are literally hijacking the U.S. government. They're literally hijacking The medical system, they're literally hijacking your life. And the Department of Defense falls directly and squarely into the category of being a responsible party. So the DOD is tracking. You heard what Tom Rentz said. This is official, too. Maybe you're like, oh, Tom Rentz, he's not a real attorney. Well, this is the data from Project Salas from the Department of Defense hundreds of percent increase over the five-year average in cancer, thousand percent increase in neurological problems. According to the DOD, which dumps this data to the CDC, 71% of new cases for COVID-19 are in the fully vaccinated. That's three quarters. Three out of every four are fully vaccinated. 60-plus percent of hospitalizations are people just like in, in the UK, just like anywhere else in the world. Most of the people that are in the hospitals first of all, are in the hospitals for other reasons. They're not there because of COVID-19.
2: Watching the witch hunts. I'm the one fighting them off, and I'm the one telling them where to go. I'm going to keep doing that. Senator, we also have, uh, let me give you this last thing, and then I'll shut up and uh, get out of your way. 9 2021 Project Salas Weekly Report. Project Salas is a defense, a defense department initiative where they report and contra- uh, they take all this data that doesn't exist, supposedly, and they give it to the CDC. They're watching these vaccines. On that date, and around that date, I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying, it's a crisis of unvaxed, it's 99% unvaxed in the hospital. In Project Salus, in the weekly report, the DOD document says, specifically, 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed, and 60% of hospitalizations are in the
0: fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. 60% are fully vaxed. Over half... In additional data, over half, are there for other reasons. I mean, none of it makes any sense. And I know that people think, well, it's just a political thing. Why does it always have to be about COVID-19? Because COVID-19, you call it whatever you want to call it, is not about public health and public safety. It is about realigning and restructuring and rebuilding the corporate banking political power structure on a global scale. It is about integrating everything upward into the hands of a few powerful people. That's why big corporations made record profits and small businesses had to close down. That's why small gyms had to close down. Big corporate gyms got to stay open. That's why senators, congresspeople, that's why mayors, governors went to states where there aren't restrictions. Or they just violated their own restrictions in their own states. It isn't what you've been told that it is. And I think that most of you know that by now. So, so my, my point in discussing this tonight is the Department of Defense is tracking this. They are tracking and monitoring the adverse reactions and the statistical data in regards to hospitalizations and new cases. Again, like, like this attorney said, that they don't really acknowledge this data exists, but it's there. You can pull it from their website. So, and, and same with the VAERS data. To show all of the, the heart problems, the blood clots, the, the paralysis, etc. The neurological conditions that are up 1,000% over a five-year average. Looking at all of that, this is more than just, hey, vaccines, are they good? Are they bad? This is more than just like, well, that's kind of a weird story with some monkeys that ran out of a truck in Pennsylvania. It's kind of like that movie, right? Because they came from Africa, and that's how that movie outbreak starts. It's a monkey, and a monkey from Africa. This is about something bigger. Okay, the DoD is watching this. We know that truck in Pennsylvania was headed to a facility. There's a supposedly—I don't know—I've never been there, but there's supposedly a a a pharmaceutical. I think it's Moderna. They have a location very close to Danville, Pennsylvania. We've been told the truck was heading to Florida, though, and the Centers for Disease Control was was saying that don't touch the monkeys. You could get sick. Watch for cold like symptoms. One of the women, uh, one woman, one of the people that came into contact with the monkeys got pink eye. Michelle Fallon, she was told by the driver of the truck who wasn't in like a hazmat suit or anything that he was carrying cats rather than monkeys, although they had spilled out all over the road. Just really strange and very suspicious. And plus, you know, this woman also, she was, she was reportedly she was in contact with other sick people, so did the monkeys really make her sick? Is this whole thing to make people scared? Uh, what is it? Well, what's the point in all of this? But it reminds me of what happened in Morgantown, West Virginia, just off Interstate 79 back in August of 2021. Initial reports show that the Department of Defense took over a local cleanup and investigation of a trailer overturning. This really did happen. A trailer overturning with Moderna vaccines. And they say they had to get hazmat there because this was official. They had hazmat come because of antifreeze and oil. I mean, you can buy oil at the dollar store. You can buy antifreeze at the dollar store. You don't have to have some special license to buy it, and you don't have to have a hazmat suit to put it in your car. I mean, it, it leaks in people's garages, and cats lick it up because it's sweet and they die. So unless you're taking a bath in antifreeze, you don't really need to wear that level of protective gear to clean up antifreeze and to clean up oil. So clearly something else was going on, That report was official from the county there, Monongalia County, and of course the governor Jim Justice's office refused to answer any questions about the crash, from you know unless it was like official local news. Uh, The 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 crash itself uh, that happened, the truck overturned and these I guess vials were spilled out. We don't really know what happened, but we know the Department of Defense was supposedly. There on the scene assisting with the cleanup. So, so here's the thing that really gets me. And I'm going to discuss this when we come back from break. The Department of Defense is monitoring adverse reactions, deaths, cases, and hospitalizations. This information really supposedly doesn't even exist. We just have the VAERS data. And the DOD and the CDC, which they give this data to that doesn't exist, they've been taking this information and using it in a way that 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 we're really unaware of because they say it doesn't exist but they're using it for something so that's really suspicious and then you've got a truck of monkeys that spills out they brought you know these monkeys from Africa woman might be you know sick from it they were taking this to a, a laboratory a secret laboratory and you got a truck that spills out with Moderna vaccines not too long ago last year and a hazmat team comes in to clean it up and the DODs involved and the DODs involved in DARPA and and Wuhan and Peter Dazik and Health Alliance, really suspicious stuff. The DoD has their fingerprints all over this, whatever it is. And we're going to get to the DoD and DARPA in greater detail when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. The music is from White Bat Audio. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe to the archive for the ad-free version of the show. You'll get a private RSS feed to listen to the show without advertisements. You'll get an embedded player on the website to listen. You'll get the montages, the digital books. Yearly subscribers get a physical copy of one of my books. So when you subscribe for a year, email me and let me know what book you want and where you want it sent. You can also buy the book separately. Check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content. And also, don't forget about the free archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. You'll just have to listen to the advertisements, but it's there to listen and to download. Stay with us. We'll be back.
3: The truth is out there,
1: and so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is TST Weekends. Search the show name and start listening today for free. If you want to avoid those annoying ads, subscribe to our ad-free archive with our oldest shows, a private RSS feed, our montage archive, and Ryan's digital books. Visit thesecretteachings.info. I'll seize them in the means of production. Stop it,
3: Vlad. You know the rule. No communism. Mama, if we just get rid of all these successful people, we'll finally be happy. No, honey, that just means we'll all be poor.
0: Freedom-loving parents have long been left alone to shoulder the burden of educating their children and passing down a love of liberty. While there are a few books that teach these ideas to adults, there seem to be fewer that teach them to children. The Tuttle Twins series changes all of that, helping parents convey the principles of freedom to their kids in a fun way. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate link for the Tuttle Twins to get your curriculum and books today so that you can educate yourself and your children on how to adhere to the principles of liberty for all people. So
3: if
2: you have offspring and don't want them supporting socialism then click the link and order the Tuttle Twins books today. Stalin has no stunning new achievements unless you consider killing millions of innocent people an achievement. This is The Secret
1: Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Secret Teachings.
0: Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret
1: Teachings.
2: I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
0: Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. Maybe you're listening in our free archive on the website or one of the numerous podcast and radio players. Maybe you plugged in that RSS feed that we have on the site to take you directly to the show. Or maybe you are a subscriber and you are in the free advertisement archive, no advertisements in this archive. You'll also get access to the montages, the digital books, etc. Wherever you're listening, I appreciate it. I really, really honestly and sincerely would not be able to do what I do without your support. So thank you for tuning into this show. Please give us a star. Give us two stars, give us five stars, whatever you think is appropriate on your Apple podcast player or anywhere you listen to the show. If you really want to help us and you want to give us a four or five star rating on Apple, go over to the other platforms and do it as well. Share a little note of what you think of the show. Totally free. Maybe maybe it takes you a minute to do it. You'd be helping us out, helping us to grow our audience. I really appreciate all of you who support this show and tell other people about the show. Thank you so much. If you'd like to email me, R-D-G-A-B-L-E at Yahoo.com. That's R-D-G-A-B-L-E at Yahoo.com. For those of you who are having trouble finding the show on a podcast player, maybe you're wondering why the show hasn't been there. It is there. There have been massive technical difficulties. Captivate is incompetent. Apple is completely incompetent. Nobody can figure out what the problem is. Everybody says I'm stupid. I don't know what the issue is, but... All you have to do is search for the show again, type in The Secret Teachings, or just use the RSS feed on the website, and you can plug that into your, your player, and then it'll just load up the show like normal, and you should be able to listen to it that way. www.thesecretteachings.info So I played for you earlier these attorneys talking with Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, and this was at the COVID-19... Second Opinion Symposium. Attorney Tom Rince was citing data about how cancer has increased 300% over the five-year average. Neurological problems have increased 1,000% over the five-year average. According to Project Salus of the Department of Defense, 71% of new cases of COVID-19 and all of its variants and forms are in the fully vaccinated. 60-plus percent of hospitalizations are in the fully vaccinated, so clearly it is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The statistical data from the Department of Defense directed to the CDC shows that it's indisputable. That's what the data says. So some might ask, I've asked, why is the the DOD tracking this? Why is the Department of Defense so interested in this? Is it a matter of national security? Are they doing the Centers for Disease Control a favor? Why are they so interested in this, this data? Well, maybe it's because the Department of Defense was involved also in a cleanup of Moderna vaccines in Morgantown, West Virginia, back in August of 2021. And why would they be involved in a cleanup of Moderna vaccines? Why couldn't the local authorities handle that? Why were there hazmat suits? Of course, the story of the DOD being involved, that story has since been eradicated from the Internet. It's hard to find any reference to the original source. But the hazmat teams that were there were there officially because they were cleaning up oil. Never seen hazmat suits for oil spills. Uh, You know, just a semi-truck. Turns over, and there's a hazmat team that comes in, unless the truck is carrying something hazardous. However, on the other hand, last Friday, just a week ago, what was that, the 20, 21st, a tractor trailer carrying 100 monkeys on its way to a CDC facility collided with a dump truck near Daneville, Pennsylvania, and a woman who came up to the crash to assist Michelle Fallon was told by the driver that he was carrying cats, not monkeys. He was carrying little kitty cats. He was not carrying monkeys, which was strange because the monkeys were all over the road, and a couple of the monkeys got out, and they euthanized them, and apparently they're taking the the monkeys that they found that are alive, they're taking some of them, like three of them, because they found 97, I think they killed those, and they took three of them to Missouri. When they were going to take them to Florida, and before that, an undisclosed location, very strange, very weird, very suspicious. But, you know, whatever the case is, whatever is actually happening, you know, we don't really know. But what we do know is that there's, there's some strange things and, and there are some questions that need to, to be answered. And why this, woman, why this woman was told that the guy was carrying cats when it was clear that he was carrying monkeys, unless the cages were just completely sealed. I mean, it's, like, it's obvious that those are monkeys, not kitty cats. Right? I mean, and if it's, I guess the point is, if it's that dangerous what you're carrying, why is the driver not wearing a hazmat suit? If it's so dangerous, everybody needs to stay away from the monkeys, but the law enforcement going out to find them aren't wearing hazmat suits. And the driver isn't wearing a hazmat suits. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense, does it? And it's like those videos that were fake on CNN about like Ebola or even COVID 19 for that matter. It's like you've got doctors. That are working with patients that are supposedly so infectious, so contagious, and the doctors not only are not wearing hazmat suits, they're not even wearing masks. It's all fabricated, it's all made up. It's just a big fiction, big story. It's like a movie. And I think a lot of people, and I said this at the beginning, a lot of people just want to play pandemic. A lot of those people are done playing. Some people just don't want to stop playing. They love the live action role play, they get to be a hero. They get to tell other people what to do. But the point is, the Department of Defense is tracking this data on vaccines. They are assisting in the cleanup of vaccines. This is the same Moderna where lots from their vaccines were found to contain mysterious black and pink substances in Japan, in millions of doses, in multiple lots, in vials and syringes. A similar kind of substance was then manufactured by DARPA, which is the DOD, and presented to the public on 60 Minutes. It was a green tissue-like gel that goes into the body and monitors the body for chemical reactions to determine if you're going to be sick before you're actually sick very convenient. But don't, don't worry, it's just for the military. It's not for you, it's just for the military. I have all of this documented in my book, The Technological Elixir. And in that book, I also talk about something else. That back in 2007, back in 2007, a U.S. patent Dated May 22nd, 2007. Patent number 7220852B1. Titled Coronavirus Isolated from Humans. Not SARS CoV 2, but Coronavirus Isolated from Humans. And the abstract of the patent says something to this effect. I won't read you the whole thing. Disclosed herein is a newly isolated human coronavirus, SARS CoV, the causative agent of severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS. Also provided are the nucleic acid sequence of the SARS-CoV genome and the amino acid sequences of the SARS-CoV open reading frames, as well as methods of using these molecules to detect a SARS-CoV and detect infections therewith. Immune stimulatory compositions are also provided along with methods of their use. And the patent also says, quote, The invention was made... By the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, an agency of the United States government. So this coronavirus isolated in 2007 was isolated as a, quote, invention of the Centers for Disease Control. The patent says, quote, therefore, the U.S. government has certain rights to its invention. Now, this is not SARS-CoV-2. This is SARS-CoV. This is supposedly what causes SARS, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. Uh, Also in my book, I've documented how years ago, scientists also uncovered SARS-CoV-3, which is either a typo or we're living in a time warp. In fact, I should probably pull that up so I can read it to you exactly. But yeah, scientists discovered SARS-CoV-3. Let me try to pull that up for you. SARS, it's in my book. SARS-CoV-3. Yeah, here it is. This is actually in 2007 researchers published an article RNA's resistant virus-like particles containing long chimeric RNA sequences produced by two plasmid co-expression system identifying quote SARS-CoV-1, SARS-CoV-2 and SARS-CoV-3. The question of course is how that's possible in 2007? How did they find SARS-CoV-3 back then, but they just found SARS-CoV-2 now. It doesn't make any sense. That's, that's, that's an official, you know, it's a published study, so I don't know what you want me to do with that, but that's, that's in, the, in the record. Now, the U.S. federal government, through the National Institutes of Health, also has a stake in the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. This is official, since the NIH and Moderna have a contract stating the following mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates are developed and jointly owned, jointly owned by Moderna and the NIH. And of course, the NIH employs Dr. Anthony Fauci, who funded virus research in China and lied to Congress about that gain of function research. Do you see what's happening here? And do you see how some of the things we talk about on this show aren't exactly what you hear about in alternative independent radio? So the federal government and the CDC, they isolate SARS-CoV in 2007, the same year scientists also say they've isolated SARS-CoV-2 and SARS-CoV-3. This would have been 14 years ago, folks, a long time ago. The SARS-CoV isolation is considered a, quote, invention. That's a quote. It's an invention of the CDC. That doesn't mean SARS-CoV-2 is. It doesn't mean, you know... COVID-19 is, which is the disease. SARS-CoV-2 is the virus. What they're saying is they invented by altering the SARS-CoV, quote-unquote, virus. Right? And it says, therefore, the U.S. government has certain rights to this invention. And if you want the patent number, it's seven two two zero eight five two 852 b one And just to make sure that that is going to work again, let's just type it in and see what comes up. U.S. patent. This is directly from my book patent on google here's the patent through pub kim yeah so you should be able to pull that up if you if you type in that number 7220 or 7 comma 220 comma 852 space b1 should be able to pull the patent up. And you can, you can read this, exactly what I'm reading. This is in my book. I don't just put things in here you know, because I, I made them up. I put them in here because I found the, the documentation for them. And according to the contract between Moderna and the NIH, the RNA vaccine, all the candidates are developed and jointly owned by Moderna and by the NIH. All right, now that's that's really important. The NHS, Fauci's group, that's also you know, they're the group that through Yale University published all those talking points on how to convince people to get vaccines without actually providing evidence. Just you know, lie to people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I got the whole, here's the whole text of the of the patent here. That doesn't exist though, right? Now. Here's the thing. What was first dismissed as a conspiracy theory evolved into a mainstream acknowledgement of, uh, of, of, a, of a certain Wuhan Chinese laboratory, remember? And how that laboratory might be involved in research pertaining to coronaviruses. Then, in September of last year, this was not long ago, The Intercept, with a document dump of more than 900 pages related to U.S.-funded coronavirus research in China. The Intercept released these documents as a result of a FOIA lawsuit. Maybe you don't like the Intercept. I don't care what their politics are. Based on the FOIA lawsuit, these are the documents they received. 900-plus pages of U.S.-funded coronavirus research in China. The first document is dated May 27th of 2014, so this was quite a while ago, wouldn't you say? And it's a notice of award. Quote notice of award from the Department of Health and Human Services, the National Institutes of Health, the NIH, and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. And the notice of award was given to Peter Dazik of Eco Health Alliance. The award, or the so-called award, came in the sum of six. You get this: six hundred and sixty-six thousand dollars and some change. It's kind of interesting. And it came in support of the project titled, quote, Understanding the Risk of Bat Coronavirus Emergence. As per the project's summary and abstract, its goals were as follows. Identify and characterize viral etiology of cryptic outbreaks in clinical cohorts. Collect samples and questionnaire data from human communities that live in EID hotspots and have high cultural and behavioral risk of animal exposure. Identify, characterize, and rank spillover risk of high zoonotic potential viruses from wildlife, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, by analyzing wildlife samples, et cetera, et cetera. Research for the product was to be conducted to, quote, identify novel viruses from Southeast Asian wildlife, end quote, and the, quote, samples collected as a result of the project activities, quote, unquote, or to be stored in laboratories of, quote, partner institutions, end quote, such as, quote, the BSL-4 facility in China, Wuhan Institute of Virology, end quote. There's a lot of quote-unquotes in there. Let me read that to you again. Research was conducted to identify novel viruses from Southeast Asian wildlife, and the samples collected as a result of the project activities were to be stored in laboratories of partner institutions such as the BSL-4 facility in China, Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's EcoHealth Alliance, that's Peter Daszak, that's the NIH, and that's the Department of Health and Human Services. A couple of years later, August 28, 2020, Another notice of award, a notice of reward of award revision was granted to Peter Dazig by the same NIH for a project titled, quote, understanding the risk of zoonotic virus emergence in EID hotspots of Southeast Asia. The project summary explains that the intention is to, quote, examine the risk of future coronaviruses emergence from wildlife end quote. The, quote, Wuhan Institute of Virology, Wuhan, China, end quote, was listed under, quote, facilities and other resources, end quote. And the document stated that the former, quote, collaborates with the World Health Organization, end quote, along with universities such as UNC Chapel Hill here in the United States. And, of course, quote, Health Alliance in the USA, end quote. Then we learn That in 2013, quote, the first BSL-4 lab in China was opened at this institute, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, in a purpose-built facility which has been designed with the assistance of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and the Pasteur Institute, which is kind of ironic considering the whole thing with germ theory here. So what you've got here, this is all official. This has all been declassified, provided by FOIA, FOIA lawsuit You've got officially Moderna and the NIH developing and jointly owning Moderna vaccines. You've got the CDC isolating and considering their isolation and genetic alteration and invention of SARS CoV 1 back in 2007, the same year that scientists say they also isolated SARS CoV 2 and SARS CoV 3. Then you've got FOIA lawsuit got get a FOIA lawsuit that results in hundreds of pages, almost 1,000 pages or so, of documents being dumped that Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance was awarded from the federal government hundreds of thousands of dollars to experiment with bat coronaviruses. Six years later, we find out that that research, which was conducted at a BSL-4 facility in China, otherwise known as the Wuhan Institute of Virology, collected samples from wildlife and experimented on Asian wildlife in Southeast Asia. And we find out that six years later, they are examining the risk of future coronavirus emergence from wildlife. And the Wuhan Institute of Virology was listed under facilities and other resources of this new notice of award provided in August of 2020 showing that There is collaboration with the World Health Organization, UNC Chapel Hill. That's what, I believe it was Mr. Boyle said that, And really early on. And that the first BSL-4 lab in China, that Wuhan Institute of of, of Virology there in, in Wuhan, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, say that right, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, was opened in a purpose-built facility, this is a quote, a purpose-built facility which has been designed with the assistance of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and the Pasteur Institute, quote-unquote. I mean, these are real documents dumped from the federal government. So the CDC not only, according to their own, their own patent, invented, they, they took something natural and altered it and invented sars cov you know, not. it's not that they invented a virus. It's not that they invented SARS-CoV-2. It's that they, in, they took something natural and they genetically altered it so that they could patent it and, in, and invent it. Like the intellectual property of genetically modified food, right? Plants, corn, soy, etc. This is for so, a so-called virus. So that makes something natural, something organic, unnatural, and synthetic. It turns it into a biological agent that is manufactured in a facility that was specifically built for that purpose in Wuhan by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and the Pasteur Institute with assistance from EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak that hid millions of dollars from the Department of Defense in their research. And the Department of Defense is tracking the vaccines dumping the data to the CDC, which, with Moderna, according to their contract, they jointly own those vaccines. And if that weren't enough, an article from The Telegraph in September of 2021, not too long ago, just right after the Intercept revelations, it further discussed, quote, grant proposals dating from 2018, end quote, that show how, quote, Wuhan and U.S. scientists were planning to release airborne coronavirus particles into Chinese bat populations to inoculate them against a disease that could jump to humans, end quote. The document shows that researchers submitted plans to release, quote, skin-penetrating nanoparticles and aerosols containing novel chimeric spike proteins of bat coronaviruses into cave bats, end quote. They also plan to create chimeric viruses genetically enhanced to infect humans more easily. That's gain of function, which Dr. Fauci perjured himself to Congress about. He didn't fund it, right? They didn't research it, right? Well, they had asked for $14 million from the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, to fund the work, including a proposal to conduct direct gain-of-function research by mixing, quote, high-risk natural coronavirus strains with more infectious but less dangerous varieties, end quote. And though DARPA officially refused to fund the project, the defuse project and the money were requested by none other than EcoHealth Alliance, which hid more money with ties to the Department of Defense, the same Department of Defense and DARPA that was involved in initial reports in cleaning up the oil spill off of I-79 in Morgantown, West Virginia. Wasn't so much an oil spill and an antifreeze spill as much as it was Moderna vaccines that spilled out onto the road and out. I mean, this truck spilled over into the, into the grass. So I, I, I'm guessing most of it spilled. If, if the truck even lost anything, it, it was probably contained in the truck. But those were Moderna vaccines, which, according to the contract, are owned by Moderna and not just the CDC it, it directly. They are owned, according to the document, by the National Institutes of Health, which literally is run by Dr. Fauci. So if this ain't suspicious, I don't know what is. If this isn't a bombshell, if this isn't ground shattering, if this isn't paradigm shattering, if this isn't reality shattering, perception shattering, I don't know what is. I've done my job. You do with it what you will. There's a lot more after this. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Please subscribe to our show archive to get access to all the shows, the montages, the digital books. No advertisements in that archive. Or continue to listen to the advertisement archive on the website for free. You can use the RSS feed to plug it directly into your player. If you're having any trouble with that, email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Check us out on Patreon as well for behind-the-scenes content and more. And stay with us. We'll be back.
1: facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at
0: rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Gable, and you are listening to the Secret Teachings Radio here on the Fringe FM exclusively. If you find this show playing anywhere else, please let us know because the Fringe FM has exclusive rights to play the show. Today is January 27th into the 28th, 2022. I hope that wherever you're listening and whenever you're listening, you're enjoying the show, you're getting something out of it. A lot to unpackage tonight. And we had these monkeys near Danville, Pennsylvania, that escaped from a truck. According to reports today, or technically yesterday, all the monkeys have since been rounded up. Three of them were taken to a facility in Missouri, according to reports, which is really strange because you've got monkeys coming from Africa to New York, transported through Pennsylvania. I believe there's a Moderna facility close to Danville, but they weren't going to that facility. They were going to a secret CDC lab. And then they were being transported to Florida, and now some of the monkeys are taken to Missouri. And although the monkeys supposedly had COVID-19, there's reports that they had something else. But for as infectious or contagious as they might have been, the truck driver wasn't wearing any kind of hazmat protective gear. And the woman who came into contact with the monkeys got a pink eye, which could have been from anything. Wasn't necessarily the monkeys, that's just maybe a good news story. It's just very strange. And it reminds me, in August of 2021, a truck turned over in Morgantown, West Virginia. And that truck was carrying Moderna vaccines and hazmat teams came in to clear the area. The airspace was reportedly shut down, and the emergency response was supposedly being handled by the Department of Defense. However, local authorities said that only local authorities are handling the situation. There is no Department of Defense involvement. But perhaps the bigger question is why you need hazmat suits to clean up some oil and antifreeze. Especially if these vials didn't spill out of the truck. Like, why did they need hazmat to go in there and clean this up? I mean, it's it's like an episode of the X-Files, folks. Which I think is a lot more real than we think. The revelation of the method. If the DOD was involved in that, It's even more suspicious because according to the data that the DOD is collecting with Project Salus in particular and then giving it to the CDC, they are actively engaged in tracking COVID-19 reactions, cases like reactions to vaccines, cases to COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2, deaths, they're tracking cancer, neurological problems. Here is Attorney Tom Rents explaining this to Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. The great state of Wisconsin, which is in the process of pulling their 10 electoral votes of Joe Biden. You won't see that in the news, but that is official now. I thought that that was just a clickbait story. But I watched the, the, uh, the assembly from the state legislature, and they are... They they voted to send it to the Senate to have it approved. Massive fraud. Massive fraud. So here is Tom Rintz, and this is a hearing at the COVID-19 Second Opinion Symposium. This includes doctors, scientists, lawyers, and a senator. And this is what they found in the data from the Department of Defense. The same DOD involved with the cleanup of those Moderna vaccines in Morgantown.
2: Penalty of perjury. We intend to submit this to the courts. Uh, We have substantial data showing that uh, we saw, for example, uh, miscarriages increased by 300% over the five-year average, almost. Uh, We saw almost 300% increase in cancer over the five-year average. Cancer is not being talked about except for by Dr. Ryan Cole. Thank you, Dr. Uh, we saw, this one's amazing, neurological, so f- neurological issues which would affect our pilots, over a 1,000% increase, 1,000. Oh, ten, t- ten times, that's ten times rate, and obviously that... 83,000 per year, I'm sorry, 82,000 per year to, to 863,000 in one year. Our soldiers are being experimented on, injured, and sometimes... Just like the
0: Chinese do with the RNA vaccines long before COVID-19.
2: On the corruption, that's precisely what it is. They know this, and Senator, uh, when these doctors are attacked... Not necessarily the people in this room. I'm not giving names. They call me. I'm the one dealing with the medical boards. I'm the one watching the witch hunts. I'm the one fighting them off, and I'm the one telling them where to go. I'm going to keep doing that. Senator, we also have, uh, let me give you this last thing, and then I'll shut up and uh, get out of your way. Nine twenty-eight, twenty twenty-one. 2021 Project Salas weekly report. Project Salas is a defense, a defense department initiative where they report and contract. Uh, they take all this data that doesn't
0: exist, supposedly. The DOD is tracking all of this, They're and, watching. They, and they give it to the CDC.
2: On that date, and around that date, I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying, it's a crisis of unvaxed. It's 99% unvaxed in the hospital. In Project Salas, in the weekly report, the DOD document, says specifically 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. The Secretary of Defense needs investigated. The CDC needs to be
0: investigated. The NIH needs investigated. Fauci needs investigated. Bill Gates needs investigated. O- uh, Obama needs investigated for funding this gain-of-function research. Peter Dazig needs investigated. A whole handful of governors, senators, and congresspeople in different states. and federally need investigated, and it needs to happen right now. And yeah, that sounds powerful for me to say that on radio, but that's not rhetoric. These people need investigated right now, and thank God that there are senators, there are politicians, there are attorneys, there are people that are working in the medical field who are willing to put their careers, their reputations on the line to present the actual scientific and statistical data. So the DOD is tracking this. The DOD is reportedly involved in cleanups of the Moderna vaccine in Morgantown. Now we just had a truck of monkeys spill out. God knows what was being transported to a secret CDC facility. I mean, they, they do research like this. Drug companies do research. They kill tens of thousands of monkeys a year. They breed them for these, re, these research projects. It's just kind of weird that they took the monkeys that they finally caught. They took a couple of them, I think three, to a facility in Missouri after they were supposedly being transported to uh, a secret facility. Then it was like they're being transported to Florida, which why, why they weren't just flowing into Florida in the first place, why they were flown into New York. Maybe that's just because they were flying out of Africa. But I mean, Tampa has an enormous airport. Miami has an enormous international airport. Maybe there's some, you know, some guidelines, some thing that they have to follow to fly, you know, those tests, test uh, subjects into, into New York instead. I don't know that. Uh, they ended up in Missouri, though. I mean, the, here's, here's the thing. Moderna and the National Institutes of Health have a contract. It says mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates are developed and jointly owned. They're owned by Moderna and the NIH. The NIH employs Dr. Anthony Fauci, who funded virus research in China. And that little weasel just gets around it by saying, well, we, We didn't fund it directly. We didn't fund it directly. You you did fund it. Obama's administration funded the gain-of-function research. A FOIA lawsuit resulted in hundreds of pages of U.S.-funded coronavirus research in China being dumped. The notice of award in 2014 from the Department of Health and Human Services, the NIH, the uh, NIAID, Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, was awarded to Peter Dazik of Eco Health Alliance to a sum of $666,000 and some change. And the title of the project was Understanding the, Bat, uh, the Risk of Bat Coronavirus Emergence. They were going to study it in the wild. The research project was to be conducted to identify novel viruses from Southeast Asian wildlife and the samples collected as a result of the project's activities were to be stored in laboratories of, quote, partner institutions, end quote, one of those institutions was, quote, the BSL-4 facility in China, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's a quote. Six years later, a notice of reward revision was granted to Peter Dazig by the same NIH for another project called Understanding the Risk of Zoonotic Virus Emergence in EID Hotspots of Southeast Asia. In this project, they examined the risk of future coronaviruses in wildlife. And the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Wuhan, China, was listed under Facilities and Other Resources, and the document states that the former, quote, collaborates with the World Health Organization, with the World Health Organization, and UNC Chapel Hill. Remember, Dr. Boyle said that years ago, when this thing first began. We also learned in 2013, the first BSL-4 lab in China was opened at the WIV in a purpose-built facility, which has been designed with the assistance of the centers for disease control. This is a quote in a purpose-built facility, which has been designed with the assistance of the U S centers for disease control and the Pasteur Institute. This is from the notice of award given to Peter Daszak of eco health Alliance. Peter Daszak concealed tens of millions of dollars officially from the department of defense that he got in research and funding for this coronavirus Research. What does that tell you? Furthermore, Dr. Fauci perjured himself to Congress, remember? He perjured himself to Congress and said, we didn't do this gain-of-function research. Well, according to grant proposals dating from 2018, as reported by the Telegraph, just right after the intercept revelations of those FOIA uh, lawsuits, and the two, uh, the two awards granted to Peter Daszak, those documents came out. The grant proposals from 2018 show how Wuhan and U.S. scientists were planning to release airborne coronavirus particles into Chinese bat populations to inoculate them against a disease that could jump to humans. That's a quote. The documents show that researchers submitted plans to release, quote, skin-penetrating nanoparticles and aerosols containing novel chimeric spike proteins of bat coronaviruses into cave bats. They planned to create chimeric, genetically modified viruses that could infect humans more easily. If that's not the definition of -of gain-of-function research and the development of biological weapons, then I don't know what is and I don't know what is up or down. They requested $14 million dollars Fauci's people requested $14 million from the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA. That's the DoD. Tracking the hospitalizations. Tracking the cases. Tracking the adverse reactions. Tracking the deaths. Hundreds of percent miscarriages. Hundreds of percent cancer. Thousands of percent neurological problems. Over a five-year average, these percentages are beyond off the chart. And the proposal to the tune of tens of millions of dollars to DARPA, the Department of Defense, the same DOD involved in that cleanup of those Moderna vaccines that, according to a contract, the NIH and Moderna own those vaccines. The NIH owns the vaccines. It's no wonder that Fauci, who works at the NIH, is telling kids now, last night, kids got to get, if you're under four, you got to get three vaccines. Dr. Fauci is, is a little weasel, He's a little badger, a little weasel, a little piece of trash. But Dr. Fauci also is just a spokesperson for a drug company. He's, he's a high-paid government corporate official. He's kind of like the, the guy that worked for Monsanto, then the FDA, then Monsanto, then the FDA. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It, it's a revolving door. I mean, Dr. Fauci is the same guy that killed a bunch of people with AIDS medication just poison that killed people. He's the one that was like, if we put the the flesh-eating bacteria on the dogs and the dogs die, we can watch the flesh peel off and then we give the pills and the vaccines to the black kids and we kill all the black children. They killed tens of thousands of people and hundreds of dogs in medical experiments that at best, at best, were probably beyond illegal internationally, certainly illegal for what's allowed in the United States. And ethically, and morally speaking, at best, this guy is Joseph Mangala 2.0. Just an absolute monster. He was really sick. There's bookstores here in Tucson, Arizona that I go to. And as you can imagine, I don't know why it's hyper liberal left leaning people that that are like this. And and if you've never heard me before, I'm I'm not a conservative either. But like I go into this bookstore, it's super hyper insanely liberal in there, whatever that even means. And they've got like little statues of Dr. Fauci that you can buy. Little bobblehead dolls of Dr. Fauci. And they've got like, you know, they've got copies of Contagion and copies of like the Andromeda strain and everybody everybody wants to watch the movie and play the game. You know, it's real fun. Live action role playing Oh my God, did you hear the monkeys that split Just like that movie, that movie where the monkey came from Africa and then it infected people and, and this disease spread. Or, or it's like 12 monkeys, this group, this terrorist group, they released this virus. It's, it's just like a movie. It's real cool to play. Who wants to play? It's like Saul or something, like Jigsaw. You know, who wants to play a game? You want to play a game? Pandemic, it's a fun game to play. After a while, it ain't so fun though. You realize it ain't a game, it's reality. So DARPA refused to fund the project officially. The project was called Diffuse. And maybe if you lost, if you lost track in my comments, there, uh, Diffuse was the project that DARPA was being requested to, to, to fund that would plan a method to create chimeric viruses and genetically alter them so that they would infect humans more easily. That is gain-of-function research. That is gain-of-function research. That is is gain-of-function research. That is the definition of engineering a biological weapon system in a laboratory, especially when we know from the FOIA lawsuit that the Centers for Disease Control and the Pasteur Institute built the Biosafety Lab 4 in Wuhan. Especially when we know that that facility was constructed to study coronaviruses. Especially when we know the CDC has a patent on coronaviruses. Especially when we know that Moderna and the NIH have a contract stating, quote, mRNA coronavirus vaccine candidates are developed and jointly owned. It's not a conspiracy theory. It is a conspiracy. And what the attorney, Tom Rince, told Senator Ron Johnson, he said that this is corruption at the highest level, that this is beyond corruption. This is beyond rhetoric. You can't even process how evil these people are. You can't even comprehend how evil these people are i mean research into lab-made viruses is is not only highly controversial it's highly lucrative apparently according to a 2015 article from the scientist this particular chimeric SARS-like virus has the ability to infect human airway cells and cause disease in mice the data was originally published in nature medicine Because it was so dangerous, the U.S. government halted official federal funding for these gain-of-function studies, particularly relating to influenza, SARS, and MERS, which were all funded by the National Institutes of Health. Since research could not be conducted legally in the United States, a payment of $3.7 million was granted to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which was set up by the CDC, which is financed primarily through Bill Gates. In China, to undertake coronavirus experimentation, Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, and Dr. Fauci, Barack Obama and so many others were involved directly in financing and signing off on this research. An article from Newsweek, Dr. Fauci-backed controversial Wuhan lab with millions of U.S. dollars for risky coronavirus research, explains just that. In 2019, with the backing of the NIAID, the National Institutes of Health committed $3.7 million over six years for research that included some gain-of-function work. That's not a lot of money, Up front, but when they're pouring in tens of millions from the Department of Defense and DARPA, they're pouring in tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars from from Bill Gates. It's not lucrative in the sense that they're making a lot of money off of it. It's lucrative in the sense they're creating something to engineer a panic to then sell you a vaccine. They're profiting immensely from that. Corporations and big banks profited immensely. From gobbling up small businesses, from gobbling up entrepreneurs, gobbling up competition. People that lost their jobs, refused to wear a mask, can't get a vaccine, lose their jobs, lose their homes. The banks gobbled up a lot of property, a lot of real life, real world assets. Corporations, some of them doubled their their wealth. Massive gains, probably some of the biggest gains in the history of those companies. And they get to stay open as essential. everybody else has to shut down. It's very lucrative. But beyond that, it's more than that. It's much more than that. It's much more than that because this is what the World Economic Forum says is the great reset. And, and, and whether you're reading some of the, the staged pandemic experiments they conducted, whether it's, you know, the Spars pandemic or Crimson Tide or the lock step scenario of the Rockefellers or its event 201. I mean, those are war games. This is an active assault on humanity through genetically engineered biological weapon systems. Now, what does that ultimately mean? We do not know how many of those vaccines are saline and how many of those vaccines are the same vaccine whether they're coming from the same company or different companies, what is that black and pink substance the Japanese found in Moderna? Why is the DOD not only tracking this, but they're also cleaning up the Moderna shipments, which according to a contractual agreement, Moderna vaccines are owned not only by Moderna, they're also owned by the NIH, which is run by Dr. Fauci. I mean, you can read this. It's in my book, The Technological Elixir, if you want to get a copy of it. I put a lot of effort and research into this. This is just a single chapter in the book. I've added this big chapter since this all began and, and updated it. Uh, it's The Technological Elixir. It's only on the secretteachings.info, But you, you, you look at the, at the evidence, and it's, it's so overwhelming. that There are so many directions to take it. I mean, I I go back to germ theory. Like, I'm not convinced that a single particle in your body makes you sick and causes a specific set of symptoms. I don't buy that. I don't believe that. That's never really been proven, has it? Have you seen the evidence that it's been proven? No. In fact, they can't isolate SARS-CoV-1. According to the CDC, early on, they they never isolated the virus. In all the studies for asymptomatic transmission, and all the studies for mask wearing, they never looked at people who were infected, they never looked at anything in the real world. They looked at things in a highly controlled, highly, quote, artificial, in one of the studies, a highly artificial environment, where they replicated what they thought would happen in the real world. Not a real world study, but vaccines, these vaccines are a real world study. And it's easily just dismissed as you're an anti-vaxxer. Nobody wants to listen to Peter Dazik or EcoHealth Alliance or the CDC or the NIH or Dr. Fauci or Barack Obama. Nobody wants to hear about the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Nobody wants to hear the Wuhan Institute of Technology that had paid Charles Lieber literally tens of millions of dollars to conduct nanotechnology research with the communist Chinese government. And according to the Harvard Crimson, earlier today, chemistry professor Charles Lieber, who was convicted last month, of hiding his ties to China and working with the Thousand Talents program, just a treasonous, lying, traitorous, anti-human, transhumanist piece of garbage. Harvard scientists said they were shocked and saddened about the prolific researcher and his fall from grace. And they were, they were apprehensive about the future of international scientific collaboration. International scientific collaboration. Is that what they're calling it? Is that what you're calling it, Harvard? Is that what you're calling it when one of your top professors is being given millions of dollars by a foreign, hostile, communist, radical government being paid a salary and living expenses, not disclosing those connections, to conduct nanotechnology research at the Wuhan University of Technology into nanobioelectronics to stimulate the eyes and to see with technology through your eyes remotely to investigate mesh electronics and integrate electronics into tissues seamlessly, according to his research published in the American Chemical Society? You know, or is it the work he did with Robert Langer that makes you sad, where the couple published a paper in Nature titled Macroporous Nanowire Nano-Electronic Scaffolds for Synthetic Tissues, and it just so happens that Robert Langer worked as the co-founder, the academic co-founder of Moderna. Harvard, Wuhan, China, Charles Lieber, Langer, Fauci, the NIH, the CDC, Eco Alliance. I mean, what do you think these people are really doing? We don't know what's in every single vial. We don't know what's in every single syringe, saline, saline experimental drugs that have nothing to do with vaccines. We, we just really don't have any clue. But of the evidence that we have, we know that they're extremely harmful and we know that this is about more than being pro or anti-vaccine, pro or anti-government, pro or anti-science. This is an exterminist agenda. People are being tagged, people are being marked, people are being tracked, and people are being traced. And it ain't to keep people safe. It ain't to keep people Healthy. It ain't to keep people protected and keep other people protected from those people. It's to control and monitor everything you do. Because at the root core of all of this is getting inside of the body and integrating electronics and replacing the organic structures of nature with synthetic structures, with the nanocuticles, the nano dust the smart dust and the little flying microchips major universities have developed all over the U.S. which is what Ray Kurzweil said integrating the organic world or synthetics into the organic world and replacing the organic world Peter Diamandis of the Singularity University said the same thing it's going to happen whether you like it or not and the date is 2030 for this assimilation resistance is futile same year that the planet is supposed to explode from climate change. They want climate lockdowns on top of COVID, even though methane increased and carbon dioxide continued to increase despite emissions dropping, according to NASA. It's literally the opposite of everything they tell you. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. It's a a hundredth monkey experiment, I guess. Thank you for tuning in tonight. Please go to the website, thesecretteachings.info. Listen to the show on the free embedded archive. Take that link, plug it into your player, listen to the show. There will be advertisements, of course, but you can get rid of those when you subscribe to the full show archive. That'll get you access to the shows, the montages, the digital books, weekly, monthly, and yearly subscriptions. The yearly subscribers get a free copy of one of my books. Please email me if you do subscribe for a year and you want to claim that copy. Give me your address. Tell me which book. Tell me where you want it sent and I'll get it out to you as soon as possible. www.thesecretteachings.info. Check us out on Patreon. Buy a book separately. If you don't support us, we do not get to do what we do five nights a week here on The Secret Teachings. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you in the next broadcast.